morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone with Arata Mamai. Hi. Hi, hi Kathy. Here we oh, are I'm again. so glad this worked. Oh, my goodness. The past couple of uh, stream yards, I just haven't been able to get it to work. So patience is a virtue. And we're smarter than machines. Ta-da. Yes, right. <laughs> right. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, so I am so excited. I haven't talked to you in a couple of years, I don't think. Um, and I'm sure so much has happened different for you. But for everyone that hasn't met Aratama before, Aratama Mai before, um, I just love her work. I was introduced to her by a telesummit, I don't know, five, six years ago, I think. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. And I just love her work. It's very soothing and healing and very powerful. Um, what I did at that time is I bought a program that has, I think, um, eight recordings in it. And I still use them to this day. Every time I'll, I'll get a tingle that I need something, I she her audios are some of the first ones I pick out. So um, I want you to know about her. She worked in the field of medicine and healing for 43 years, first as a nurse and the last 33 years as a healer and spiritual guide. So um, so you're in for a wonderful treat to, to get to know a lot more about Aratama. So Aratama, you've lived uh, you live in Canada now, but you've lived in um, Italy, which I also did. Um, and oh, yeah. yeah, and and Switzerland, Switzerland. Where's the other Germany? Germany. Germany. Okay. Berlin. Okay. Berlin. Long time. Wow. Ago. So so uh, ancient culture. I mean, Italy. Yeah. Italy feels like you go back in time two hundred years, and then or more. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Germany is got everything going so so do you want to tell us a little bit about your story so people can understand how wonderful you know i know you're not going to boast i know you're really modest <laughs> i know I, I already know that about you but but the journey that you went through is possible for lots of us now the the journey yes. to become awakened and that's what i'm hoping that by you explaining your journey, that it'll entice people to venture out on their journey. Okay. Yes, yes, I understand. Um, yeah. So, you know, the light is so central in my life. And um, I did receive it already, or I remember being and walking in it already as a child. And, um, and the light basically was something that I thought actually I was before the age of four. And of course, it kind of just shuts down at some point because we go into the world. But it became uh, really strong again through sudden activation of what we know of as Kundalini in my teens. And it's almost like I basically had to pick up where I left off in the previous life. And, and it was quite dramatic so that I actually had to you know the energy would shoot up and i would just go gone i would go into full samadhi didn't know what that was at the time i did find books uh by an autobiography of a yogi by Yogananda. everybody knows this book that basically explained that what was going on with me so it happened three times just in my teens 
And um, and then I basically kind of immersed myself into, this was very scary. I didn't know what to do with that. I immersed myself in science. I became a nurse. And there again, I I looked beyond the veil when people were dying and I just just saw things. And so the world was always very transparent to me, the veils. And so I looked into the other realities. And um, so, and of course, the way often it works for many of us is that we go through illnesses and we go through challenges that force us, you know, to put our nose right into the right direction. So we got to go down there. So, and I basically had to go through several healings a few times in my life where I was like uh, very, very ill, close to the door, at the door of death, and um, basically learned about the whole spectrum of consciousness. And so over the years, and especially since we've talked last time, I have uh, delved deeper into an understanding and experience of the different types of light and the different journeys we can basically move on or the pathways that we can go into in order to actually um, evolve. And um, so I basically um, learned that there can be a vertical path into the light of consciousness itself. And then there can be the horizontal path into the light of our soul, which is uh, a, a path to God realization, which is quite different. And um, there are different lights in the different realms. And so I had to basically um, learn that through often being physically quite ill and also just struggling through the pathways to how to get into, um, you know, into um, a place where I felt okay again and could heal and also learning who heals and how this all works. So I think back then it was very difficult because all we had, we were in this matrix and we could just kind of walk along that path that some of the previous teachers had basically opened up for us. Um, some people had some spontaneous, you know, awakenings as well. But now that we don't have that matrix anymore, we can actually um, uh, find our way quite easily. At the same time, it's also quite complex. And um, so I do assist people in finding that internal pathway. So in knowing where they're at and then helping them that next step. And so, but everybody can do it. And so in terms of my own journey, um, I basically, through the uh, connection with science and medicine, my attention was always um, deepened and I learned a lot about just uh, how consciousness works and interacts or expresses through the body and how in the emotions and in the mind and uh, and how to basically um, move with it and, and, and unknot it or un unravel it. And, um, and I also learned that there's definitely um, so much participation we have in the process, but then there's always this ultimate moment when we have to let go and and we we can't really do anything. So this is kind of really this interesting journey of uh, kind of being engaged in this self-development or evolution at the same time, we're not really doing it. And it's just kind of fine line, like walking on a, on a, on a, on a you know, on a line. 
Well, that's what it's so interesting. It's they they say being in the world but not of the world, and really that's been um, truly the uh, curious mm -hmm. part because the the act of surrendering is how you enter that um, that co-creative space with consciousness but you have to be able to surrender and we're being bathed in fear if we're if we're in this world the chaos in the field if you're sensitive is pretty palpable while you're trying to then also be an observer so so okay so <clears throat> you you said a few things that i love about um, learning physical human physiology and the the chemistry, basically, or the the genius of the body, and then being able to use it with your spiritual practice to create more um, um, what's uh, health and well being, but it's health and well being through a frequency, right? Yes, uh, maybe I can elaborate a little bit on that. I know I think what you want to say is that uh, the Thank body, you. because <laughs> I know it's not so easy, right? We are really, um, we're really a, a, an interesting, complex existence. And what we really are is pure spirit or life, life force. And the body, um, in the beginning, we identify with the body. And at some point, once we uh, identify with who we really are and uh, and I'm not saying there is different ways of identifying we can find the center of the mind and the illumination of the mind which is usually known as enlightenment and we can find that's one way which is a an illumination that does not include the illumination of the soul when the soul is basically discovered and one actually really moves as a true light being which is the true light is in the soul then uh, we basically discover that we are um, a complex mechanism which includes the body and in that way we basically learn that we're made out of these different voices and different forces the body has such a long history and every organ and every toe and every limb has a desire and so we are um, fragmented into all these directions and, but we assume that we are just walking through life as one person, but we're not. And so the awakening into truly what makes us fully content on, on the heart level, in the soul, and the depth of our being is to basically um, really sort which, which is the right frequency to follow. So, and the frequency is that right voice, that right light frequency that is what we consider the, the source light, the God light, the true pure light. And we can do this right now, actually. Everybody who's listening right now or afterwards is that find within yourself that purity that is always there. There's a pure place that is always. And that pure place is where you first intend yourself to anchor in you want to connect with that. You want to know that that is home, but that comes from somewhere. That pure place was also created. And, and from there, we can basically bring forth 
that understanding the knowledge, lightest information, it comes through and it just it just flows into our life. It just shows up, radiates and, and brings information and knowledge and guidance. And, and then we basically begin to, these voices that are within us through our ancestors and our body and this whole evolutionary uh, trajectory that the body went through begins to sort of fall away. It just kind of leaves. Um, sometimes, you know, there are literally complex thought processes that are like entities and you can see these shadows flying away. And then we begin to live more and more in that clear um, light that we are. And, uh, and then interestingly, the body gets informed directly from the depth of our soul. In fact, there are deeper dimensions within the soul that we don't really follow, cannot follow into with our minds, but we can receive it. And then that comes through into the body and it begins to harmonize and create health again on the physical level. So in the beginning, we know we, we think we have to repair the body and also come from the ego. And then later we shift into an understanding that it naturally knows how to repair itself and heal itself if we're plugged into the right place. Oh. Receive it, receive the information, yeah. <clears throat> oh, thank you so much. I stumbled. <laughs> I'm getting that, and that was beautiful. That's so perfect. So we're projecting all of this reality from a higher consciousness, and how do you suggest that we... And get in touch with that because right now we have the opportunity, I believe, we have the opportunity to create a different reality, a higher, more loving um, uh, fire, 5D, if you want to call it that. I, I don't know. All of those terms are just sort of place marks in, yeah. in vocabulary. But, but we do have a way of um, resonating as a humanity at a different level. And what you're seeing is you're seeing the last aspects of distortion and conflict within us playing out on the scene. But, but do you have a suggestion of how we, through it, whether it's meditation or breath or how we become more masterful at controlling our reality? Yes, um, we are. There is actually a tremendous amount of uh, clarity and light already here. It's it's just the the spillover of um, of the cleanses. So what we really need to do is to we need to really fall into ourselves, right into our heart, and go deep into our soul. We can do that together. You know, you can go into your chest and you can feel just, you know, your heart space, which is really astral level. And it has spiritual light there, but that's not a true light. That's an angelic light, but you also find other things in there. So from there, we actually want to go deeper and go into the soul, which is who you are. Once you're in the soul, the soul has to turn into the direction where home is source or creator because the soul is confused the soul is partially looking out as the ego shadow and creating this and projecting this so we have to basically turn inward again and move our the soul knows exactly where it came from you turn the soul towards the creator 
everybody can do that right now internally you just you maybe have to close your eyes and you just kind of turn and when you turn in the right direction you might feel that and it feels really beautiful and then you can ask for the divine light god's light to basically come into you and it wants to actually all the time and it just come into you and just fill your soul and also on the way there's a purification of spirit there are different deeper dimensions within the soul and then this light basically which is intelligent it does purify and guide our lives so in that way we are not really creating but we are a lens through which the original source creates and it's really good my suggestion is to start out really like that from the beginning to realize that we are like a lens and we all have unique fingerprints and so the way the light comes through us is really really unique and uh and it's quite beautiful when you think about yourself for a moment everybody just view yourself you have this beautiful configuration your soul has certain strengths and certain weaknesses and the weaknesses are more shadowy and the strength are bright and then as the light comes through it builds and cleans out all the other shadows and you become this beautiful um like faceted uh pattern through which then the source light moves through and then moves out and becomes magnetic in fact and this magnetism then creates this new physical reality but it's not through thinking we're not involving the mind at all it is more about a willing internal surrender to this greater light and there's this love because we as humans we want to be loved and we want to love that's our nature so when we um we go into the work mode like we're going to create this new world uh we're very easy slipping into the vertical line of consciousness where the mind becomes quite dominant again where the mind should not be involved other than being a clean pane of glass there should be nothing on it where then the light the pattern from the soul can basically shine freely through the mind without distortions so i hope i explained that kind of so it's understandable maybe you can also feel that and just let's just ask for more of this divine light that pure source light not the spiritual light from the astral realm not just the soul light which is a place of power and abilities but basically what where does the soul come from that very pure light very pure and it's within us and we can allow it to come forth so in that way i uh have seen and believe that we can create what brings true unity uh where we as individuals are not mentally going in and you know and, and creating ideas but where we li- literally find our true fulfillment because we have a divine soul blueprint we have also blueprint in the astral body which is our karmic blueprint we don't want to live that anymore we don't want to go through that over and over again which is the blueprint we can see in the in the stars and the astrology that's not what we want we want to have the divine blueprint of what god created itself the way we were created and then that finds our fulfillment when we become or we awaken to that and let that live and breathe and come out 
then we create the world that is good for everybody. And it's also a mystery, you know, it, as it comes through us. We we love not knowing the end. <laughs> right? Yes. Well, I love, thank you so much. I'm feeling, I'm really feeling the energy a lot with you, which I, I, I always do, even with your recordings. <laughs> hopefully someday we'll get to meet in person because I just love what you do. Um, I think what's interesting is that um, the, um, the new science, the phys quantum physics is really going mm -hmm. into the aspect of mind control um, where it's um, your, your thoughts are things and your thoughts um, create and uh, control your thoughts, control your life. That, that whole model, the Joe Dispenza with, you know, he thought himself, he, he um, went to a space where he could control his energy after, after having that bicycle accident and healed himself. And, and so how does that concept work with your viewpoint? Because your viewpoint is that you have access from my, my looking at it, you have access to, um, to, uh, a, a connection, reconnection to the divine that we kind of forgot. That's, that's, it's a remembering in a lot of ways. And what you're offering is these glimpses of how to reconnect. But how, how do you see that um, as a, do you see the Joe Dispenza and all of the science that is now trying to explain spirituality or trying to at least uh, quantify the spiritual field? Um, so that's a great question. Um, well, it's really wonderful. Like, well, from my experiences when we're pretty much dead almost, I was a near death a few times. Um, I learned that I can't even think. There is no, my soul had no power and I was sucked back into the God space. So. So I learned that I can play around with, because we're all mag magical beings, we have this power. The soul is powerful and it can basically use the mind in many ways and can create things. But I have learned or I was forced to submit myself to the original creator. So in that sense, I will uh, say that when it comes to truly being fulfilled and loving, um, we are meant to follow what the original plan was. There is a, the moment we um, are going to go out and create for ourselves, and not, I'm not saying that's wrong. It's just definitely not for me because I was forced to submit further. And, um, but I do know that you can create with the mind. I can do that too, but I always left me with a hollow feeling and a sense of like, I was actually, that was my thing I wanted to do, but there was a bigger picture of the totality of all of humanity and, 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 and the whole universes. And what I wanted, I didn't, I've had the feeling I wasn't really sure if that was good for all of it. And so I was in some way creating karma for myself and harm. How can I be uh, so um, pure 
and meeting this creation if I come in with my own ideas. And of course, you know, I on my journey, which has been decades, I definitely learned this and played around with that. But I learned that it has limitations and it was not clean enough for me. So that's the best way I can put it. <laughs> but I'm not saying that these uh, great authors and speakers aren't teaching people things that people need to learn. Because we're going into the age of Aquarius, and it's a mental age, not everybody will go to past 5D. Um, and so people are learning that the mind actually is hypnotized, programmed, and that you can take charge of it, and you can learn to, to do things with it. And that's fine. It is all part of the evolution of consciousness, and, um, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. We are a very, very complex place. Earth is so much going on, and that's the exciting thing about it all, you know. Yeah. Well, um, I I want to share when you were talking about light. Um, I had a spiritually transformative experience. I didn't have a near death experience, but I had it twenty years ago, where I was in a um, class called Avatar um, by Harry Palmer and. Um, I had been doing the wizard's course, which I like the alchemy idea. Um, for two weeks, I had been working on re releasing my program. So after two weeks of it, you know, you're, you're hollow. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of time to work every day on whatever your um, construct is that doesn't serve you anymore and, and question it. And I did this process called the ultimate ultimate. And what happened was um, the, the person, there was someone spotting me. There were 500 people in the room and all 500 of us had been doing that for two weeks. I mean, it was a, a, a field <laughs> of energy. And what happened was I had this, it was more than out of body. It was a reunion back with source. Um, not totally a kundalini, more like a near-death experience um, as far as feeling the, the sense of it, the love of it. And um, what happened was I saw um, Source as this river, and it had everything from, it was light, it was pure light, and it was, um, it had red and orange and white, and it, it was this river. And then I was a tributary off of it, but I looked like a giant um, uh, spotlight. And then this little body was like this teeny, weeny little thing in the spotlight. So that happened 20 years ago. And since then, every morning I wake up remembering that and wanting to clear whatever I can to hold more light. So when you were talking about light and the light of source, I don't know if that was my soul, my oversoul, my soul family. I have no idea, but um, I, I came back when, yeah, I can use this this time. <laughs> Thanks. I, I mean, but, but I think that so many people are starting to wake up to these these um, either near death or um, larger than they could understand experiences now. Um, uh, I do, I'm a volunteer for the IAMS group, which is the International Association for Near Death Studies. And I can connect you if you want as a speaker. Um, 
it's it's quite amazing the mystical language that people have been able like you 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 you're able to communicate it i don't think i am yet i'm i feel it mm-hmm. i use it Yes. But I'm not sure. That's why I love. I'm a. I do communications. Is yes. Yes. That's your strength, right? Yes. <laughs> I can do it for everyone else. Yeah. But um. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? It's that this this once you've had these mystical experiences, allowing yourself to integrate them, is is part of this whole time period. Mm-hmm. There's a Reverend um, Peter Panagore. Mm-hmm that uh, was being interviewed for one of my groups. And he said that there was a German uh, scientist that said that there were so many people that had been resuscitated during, um, because that's the first thing they do, they take you to the hospital and bring you back, but they don't remember. And the turning point Mm -hmm. for humanity to, to fully awaken, the tipping point is that many of these people are going to start remembering that what they saw wasn't drug induced, that they were reconnected to a different reality and be able to use that here. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Um, Yeah. Well, their, their consciousness opening up, right? Um, There are different ways of seeing things. You can see things through the soul, to the heart of the, uh, the eye of the heart. And you can see things to the eye of consciousness. Most of these near-death uh, experiences, I believe, are through the eye of consciousness, which is another way. It's like it's almost like what we talked earlier about um, using the mind to create. Uh, that's one way of learning about the mind. And then there's the other side where we can literally re- uh, f- um, almost go into that remembrance again and realize we're more than this body and, and have this sort of, opening up that we're more than we're spiritual being and uh, the reason why it takes time to integrate is because it's not directly happening the experience wasn't happening on the soul level it's an experience um where the mind opens up windows open up and people look into these different realities which are um and it depends everybody's different many of these things are experiences on the astral level on the high spiritual level that's why um, I sometimes watch these uh, near-death experience videos to see what are people saying and their experiences, and I can recognize that they are going and traveling through this realm of illusion, which is still, I know it might not be, um, 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 you know, maybe I'll see if I can explain correctly, that the whole spiritual realm is still a projection. Right. Um, there is a place of reality which is real. The spiritual realm is still illusion, but the true reality begins with the soul. And that is different. There's no integration that needs to be happening. It's happening always here and now, and it's direct and powerful. Um, it's quite different. So um, when people take drugs, for example, like you say ayahuasca or something, they create this sort of almost near-death experience where they have all these experiences and things open up. Um, and it's, again, very, very useful and it will help people to um, make them think and, and consider what their life is all about and what's the purpose. And, and it can actually um, awaken something in the soul, actually. It can, because suddenly um, the soul, which is confused as being the ego, 
the shadowy part of the soul is basically coming out as the ego or the sense self, um, the personal self. And then suddenly, you know, this personal self is seeing things and then it starts to rattle the soul. And it's just like, and what we do is we remember who we are, which is something that can't be really be spoken of, but it has closest is light. Um, and light is information. So, and then information is living light that is constantly creating and evolving. And, uh, and that is so beyond our mental understanding that any kind of images and things that we see do not uh, do any justice to what reality is really about. So I, I hope I explained that somehow. I've never really commented on this. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Thank you so much because I do, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one that wants to know because you bring us to that spot from your resonance in your voice and from your presence. But we don't, again, I, I struggle with explaining or doing anything but being thrilled. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't talk about it. You have, you just, being thrilled is a great start. <laughs> And then the light just flickers, right? <laughs> oh, I want to share this. Um, Ruthann wrote beautiful few words. Gratitude for feeling the light as you speak it deeper than ever before. Thank you, Ruthann. And um, here's, um, let's see, just popping on, looking forward to going back to the start. And uh, this is one of your students that loves you. Thank you. And then another person, uh, other words. Uh, other words, other music wrote wonderful. So um, thank you all. Thank you all. And if you have questions, please let us know. Um, I, I would um, love to learn. So so you are um, teaching classes. It, you, you also have packages still. I was on your website. And I'm probably going to get the next one. Um, <laughs> so are, is there one for 2023? Yes, actually, I really like that one. Uh, 23, it's a health and wellness package, and I put a lot of work into it. It's, uh, I really like that package. Um, and it's very, um, it, it kind of goes a little bit and helps people to do a bit of cleansing about these things that happened the last three years ago and just assists overall on many different levels. All my packages are very complex, so we kind of work on all the different dimensions. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, I did open up for sessions again because I'm done with the big, sessions of earlier this year's and so um and that's what i've done for this year and yes and usually my signature course is the wisdom life school which is literally teaching these things in practical ways and uh otherwise most people also work with me in like like 10 sessions or or longer where we basically specifically um really do what people need uh, people come to me for health issues for sure, but uh, others, they just want to also kind of get deeper into the, the stages of consciousness, you know? Yes. Well, um, I, I think um, your teachings are so um, resonant to the people that are um, looking to express themselves as a higher level um, in love and in service. And, um, and, this is the other thing I wanted to share is Dolores Cannon talked about the first wave. And there in that first wave, there were a lot of teachers like yourself that had already ascended that 
put up your hand and said, okay, I'm up to it. I'll come to earth. I'll forget everything I ever knew and come here and, and do what I can to help humanity. And, um, <laughs> and thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. Are you finding that you're finding others or people that are really close to recognizing themselves as part of that first wave? Are you, are you finding you could, because you, I, you might be working with beginners, but I see you as working with more advanced people. Yeah. Most people, my age group, uh, many of them are that first wave and, uh, and uh, they had to be very, we had to be very immersed in the regular life, right? And, and struggle with that because it didn't make sense, you know, right. so growing up very fast. Yeah, my, my dad said when you were 12, you were an adult, you, you were just too grown up too fast. Most <laughs> <laughs> problems, of course, you know, so yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I think we all know that it wasn't an easy journey. I don't know how life was hundreds of years ago, but um, at the same time, although it is extremely difficult, and especially right now, I know a lot of people are really struggling um, very much because um, the the shadows are so active. And I just, you know, just just allow yourself to for a moment remember that um, you're safe, you're you're okay, and um, it's all gonna work out fine. Just trusting, even when the, the hard things come and the difficult things. Uh, that it's going to be okay and, and there's something better around the corner. So when it gets bad, it's always known that something better is coming. You just don't know what it is and just give into it and just say yes and, and then you'll get there. <laughs> well, I think that that's um, a big, big um, clue on how to live through this time is to, uh, instead of rejecting and stuffing everything that shows up for you, that right now, um, everything's a mirror, everything's for your highest good and learning. And um, rather than rejecting it, um, that you have the opportunity to finally process it. So I, I know last week I had something where I I really felt my abandonment issues. I, I hadn't, I must have stuffed them or I don't even know if it was past life or what it was, but I just had to cry it out. I just had to get rid of it. And um, afterwards, the freedom and the lift from your system is so great. It's worth it's worth a little bit of discomfort rather than pretending it doesn't exist for forty more years. Well, it's not, often it's uh, especially for the older uh, the first wave we talk about. Yeah. Uh, at this point, there's a lot of um, just holding, like being a pillar of light and literally transmuting the collective energies because our bodies are all born into, we're born into 3D. Like I spoke earlier, there are all these different voices, tendencies, and desires that go in all directions. And um, so that abandonment is very likely just something that's in the body and that is in the collective. People do feel abandoned by governments and so forth. And so uh, we're, allowing it to move through and uh, own it as our our own because we're one. It, it's the, co the whole concept that we're one consciousness. So it is like us, but on the larger, in the larger body. And uh, and it's easier than as well, so. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't 
recognize it. it. So a lot of times these things show up as a surprise and um, not at the most appropriate moments. <laughs> um, I, but after a while, it's like, okay, this is all for me. That That's the next thing I wanted to ask is that, are you finding that um, people are more realizing that this whole um, experience is a blessing rather than being a victim of it? Are you finding that there's more of that consciousness awareness that is happening right now? I, I personally am, um, but I, I wanted to know if, if you're getting some sort of overview of um, the pulse of the collective, um, how we best serve um, to, to really have people wake up but not be frightened? Yeah, I, I do notice people, things are going quite rapidly actually, I find. And um, and I th I'm seeing some, not everybody, but uh, realizing that as um, we're facing these challenges, um, we're actually practicing and develop, developing qualities within us of patience, perseverance, love, compassion, strength, um, self-sufficiency and, and belief, faith and all that. And all this has to be developed. We can't just clean old patterns away uh, of the old life and our soul is about our evolution of our soul. So this is where it's like a gym, right? Like we go to the gym and we're just basically practicing these uh, qualities and people are noticing that they can feel it. They can feel like I've become so much more peaceful. I've become more calm. I'm somehow so more certain and all this. So, okay, well, where did that come from? It's not because we just cleaned up a, a distraction in the mind. It's really because the soul had to walk through an experience and really muster up these energies and these lights within and so yes i find that things are going quite rapidly i'm quite excited to actually see some kind of flip at some point although i do believe that there will be a certain amount of what we call chaos um, where everything kind of stirs up but we're we've we've uh we've helped our pillar of light and uh, we're gonna just kind of keep holding it until everything settles back down afterwards <laughs> So, so um, I love that. And I think that there's enough people now um, putting uh, positive energy in groups or small groups meeting with prayer circles and um, great intentions right now. Um, a lot of the people are not afraid to be seen anymore, mm -hmm. which um, was a big part of um, the first waves <laughs> lesson was, oh my God, they'll that something bad will happen to me if they know what I know, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So, so well, I'm glad you're excited because I feel that way too. I really feel that um, this opportunity, we, we stood in line to get these bodies to be here right now during this time of change uh, to really help people uh, rediscover the co-creative opportunity that is here to to build um, not just a new world but to to just have magical creativity in general do you agree with that 
when you look at it from that way, yes, I look at it from the other side of it. Okay, yeah. please, please share because I, I'm sometimes too optimistic. So, <laughs> uh, well, I see it more that uh, um, yes, we are all involved in enjoying the journey and with the struggles and the good, but it's really more about um, the journey to realizing who we really are, to become a perfected human being that includes all facets of light like the way um, we think of source is. Source has all the facets of light and we are meant to bring them into ourselves. So um, when we, because in essence, um, we're, we're, we're dealing with duality, right? We're still dealing with an illusory experience that comes through our senses. Our true existence is somewhere else. It's not on this planet the way we think it is. So we're actually existing forever and always only on the spiritual. And uh, and this human drama or hologram, let's call it that, is a temporary uh, moment that we move through because we can learn about polarities uh, in this sector of the universe. Uh, and we can learn specifically about reconciling polarities on planet Earth, which leads to love. It's the planet of love and mastery of love and unity. And so that is really what we're meant to do. It's not so much what, what it looks like on the outside. And I think this is where sometimes people who are not awake get, when I think of older generations that say, well, how can God let that all happen? Because how can God let all these wars happen and all this stuff? It's because the outside what we're seeing is not as relevant as the reality that we are the reality begins on the soul level the, the other uh, is a light show and uh, the eastern call it a dream so that part is a dream but who we are is real and when we wake up to who we are the pain stops if we do not wake up to who we are we're in the dream and that that hurts and we make it, and we try to make it good and beautiful and on the outside, but that's not really what it's about. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Thank you, thank you. You're so articulate at this. I'm, I'm just eating this up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aratima, I do have your website up. If we wanted to share a little bit about what you offer, is that okay? If I Put it up and and um, I'll drive the the cursor and you can just tell me where to go on the page. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So, so, to, the, to the main page right in the front, you'll see the package. Okay. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah. You go go down a little bit and you see my wisdom life course. It started in August first. So if somebody's a bit advanced they might be able still to join but when okay. you go a little bit further down because i do open this every year then i have the package right there that's the package i just talked about oh wonderful that i really like a lot yeah well i love all i i have i i have no year, idea what year mine might be from 2016 or something but i'm still loving it so, and then there are other, um, you've written a book. I didn't realize that before you've got online courses. Yeah, I, this was a long time ago. It was uh, 2015, I think. I wrote a book about prosperity from the core. Yes. 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 I wrote about it. Um, 
so that prosperity can truly happen from within without using too much of the magical stuff, you know? <laughs> okay. and, and do you want to show any of your art? Um, if you would like, yeah, maybe, you know, I have which, that soul one, things. <laughs> which one should I show the... I can't remember. Like, if you go into small art, yeah, go into small ones. There's one picture. I like these ones. I made them in Italy, the ocean oh. there. And then I was in Porto Ricanati with beautiful houses. And I played around with a lot of colors. Yes. Oh, these are beautiful. Well, yeah. um, so when you talk about, um, so you can sort of see in your art how much light you see mm -hmm. um, because your the light source is so vivid. In, in your um, the the appearance of light, yes, in the art, um, do you see your reality with a lot more brightness, light, light? I mean, I don't know if you can compare to anyone else's, but um, well, I I often when the light gets very strong, I actually don't sleep because everything is so incredibly illuminated, and <laughs> so that that happens a lot, and. Uh, um, Otherwise, I think I see things very clearly, like um, colorful. I'm not sure how other people see, but but I do definitely when I close my eyes because light, and that's really the interesting thing. All there is is light, and and that's why when the light gets a little bit darker um, or the frequency comes down, then we have shapes. Otherwise, we wouldn't see anything, right? And the more light there is, it kind of starts, um, kind of uh, gets overexposed almost for sure. Yes. Uh -huh. Uh-huh. Here I'm in, I'm just going through. They're just beautiful. I want a scarf of that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be beautiful? Actually, I do have them on Fine Arts America where people buy them as uh, you know, on mugs or I don't know, pillow covers and things like that. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So um and the frequency, you can really feel the beautiful frequency of what you have. And that's one of my buddies. Right there, I love the the um, elementals and the fairies. <laughs> I do, I do. So, um, okay. Well, I want to um, go back so that I make sure that people know to go to your site. And um, the Wisdom School is a great opportunity for people that are um, really feeling the call, feeling in their heart that they are ready to um, to give themselves the gift of who they really are. Because that's really, this is the time, right? Yes, that's right, yes. It's good to have a bit of a, a guidance and assistance in the inner worlds uh, because uh, it can get very confusing. And there are also, um, people who have uh, treaded paths in the previous lives and then they, there's a tendency to go down that same way and but we are always having a bit of a wiggle in a different way there's always something new to learn and then there, we have habits right even spiritual habits that are unconscious so um and my skill is to kind of look into people and see what their soul is doing or where they where they're stuck and then just kind of help them a little bit onwards I love that. Um, and and um, so when people use these terms, love, soul, ascension, <laughs> I know, so general, um, could do you have a concept that you could share of what soul is to you? Yeah. Or 
Because people yeah. use soul, oversoul, it, you know, then they break it into all these different levels. And it's, I don't feel that. I see, I'm a seer. So I see, but I don't really break it into um, floors, like in a building where it's this, this, this. So I wonder yeah. what you think. Yeah. Um, I'll just speak from direct experience because I do know there's a lot of theory around it, right? And often I notice in my on my journey, even when I was doing healing, that certain things didn't really, the book said it like this, but I didn't see it like that. So for sure, the soul is really uh, a point of light, which is pure consciousness, which is the living light. And like I said earlier, it has a particular configuration, which is exactly complete and has the exact complete um, um, uh, everything that is in the source itself, but it's very unique. And we are all these different like next drops of light you could say like we say drops of in the, in the ocean and um oversoul is i you know i don't use the word because i didn't sometimes people call it higher self and all these things really we, if we take all the specks of light all the drops of light put them all together then we come to the great oversoul which is really god so there isn't anything in between although they are um um, relationships because as we move into the unity we begin to feel unified I think with certain particular other souls that basically um, but they're still individuals and they may, might have a sense like a soul family right because the same it's, as above so below we have families here and so there are sort of similarities or tendencies between certain souls let's say a soul is very strong and 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 speaking like you are then there are souls that are, have that same frequency and they kind of feel related, but they're still all, you know, their own individual being. Um, and uh, ascension is a word that really means where we are. Um, I don't. Do you want me to go through all these different labels? Because uh, oh, I do not. Everybody, yeah? I think it would help if if you don't mind. I mean, I hate no, to. That's fine. Okay, um, cool. Great. Difference between enlightenment, self-realization, God-realization, ascension. And I know there are uh, yogic scriptures that basically define certain things, but just in general, enlightenment is literally light in the mind. It's consciousness is illuminated, but that doesn't mean that the soul is awake at all. That's why we have teachers that are enlightened, but they don't have much love in their heart. They can be very harsh or something. Not that the light can't be harsh at times, it can be. Um, then we have self-realization, which is really, uh, before enlightenment, where we realized that, oh my God, I'm not this ego, I'm actually a soul, I'm something, it's I'm me, I'm me. So, but that doesn't mean the person uh, is basically um, free of any patterns and, and programs, and there's a lot of ego stuff. Uh, when that all gets cleaned up, you know, then we, and, and the mental programming gets really washed out, and somebody has the ability to com be completely centered mentally, we consider this enlightenment, but they always see from that clear, detached, neutral place. Uh, but when we sink deeper into the soul, there's a whole journey of the soul, and the soul has the capacity to move into its source, which is the God realization, which is very rare and is directly linked with health. Uh, we do see many, and that's where I basically started to say, okay, I'm not happy when, when my teachers are sick or I see Rama Maharshi, God bless him, be sick, have cancer, or this person, or this person died of a horrible stomach cancer. I'm like, what's wrong here? That cannot be the ultimate uh, embodiment of the perfection. 
So then I realized that's when I went deeper into the healing and realized, okay, there's a whole other journey that goes to the heart level where we have to bring in what, what I spoke earlier, the true pure light and listen to it and see it and let it work in us and let it take us, uh, let, let basically the shadows be removed in the soul, be basically be, we have to become complete. And that doesn't mean, so I wouldn't call that ascension. Ascension, I think, is a general word right now where the earth and all of the collective of humanity is basically coming to a realization they're not an ego, but they actually have a soul and that they can use their mind in a new way. So the witness, the observer, the, the neutrality is the key. We have to kind of funnel ourselves from 3D, the eye of the needle goes to the heart place. So we have to basically come to a place where we just are loving and kind for a moment and not judge what's going on so that we can move out into the 5D space where it's really very mental and where we can, like Joe Dispenza, basically do the work and basically we all become white magicians on that level, really. And uh, and some people will go further. They go to 6D, 7D or, or whatever. Yeah. So that's uh, the journey. So there's different words, but different uh, things that are happening in different, different stages of consciousness. And some people have very evolved areas, but they're very unevolved in other areas. So I look at my students or I help them to become very rounded on all levels so that they have the ability to be very clear in the mind, have that clarity, and also open the heart and really learn to use the heart because nobody, not nobody, but a lot of people don't use the heart because uh, the heart's functions to feel. Um, people won't, don't want to feel, they want to think about things. And that's a problem because we can't get through 4D if we don't learn to feel. That's why I think the suffering, the wars and the dramas are happening so people are forced to open the heart and feel and feel the pain. And that opens the heart. Yeah. Wow. You just said, uh, I'm going to have to listen to this again. <laughs> um, well, it's fantastic. Thank you so much. Because I really do think that there's a lot of... Um, Terms that are used that are almost confusing to people on their path to awakening because they um, they feel like they get it wrong, and I don't believe you can get it wrong. It's um, it's it's our destiny. I, the light, as far as I'm concerned, is already won. We just get to see how it plays out and how we get to grow with it. And um, if Anna Ferraro put such a valuable explanation. Thank you. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. And yeah, and Donna said to the heart opening. Perfect. So so I, I'm very excited about this new opportunity that you are giving to have people join a school with you. And you can tell everyone that Aratama isn't... Um, isn't a guru. She is a teacher, a guide, but she's not the, your typical uh, Indian guru <laughs> that it, it, you can feel that her energy is um, is being, the, the dance of love is, is visible and palpable here and that it's not um, a one-way event. The, um, I don't think that we're in the time of a guru. Now we're in the time of us all being our own guru. But the pathfinders, the teachers, the guides, the 
people that can hold the energy so others can remember is so important. And I just am so grateful for what you do and how you show up. And and um, do you want to talk anything more about the school? We, we do have um, Rosemary did a great program. Thanks. <laughs> but um, Aratama, do you feel that um, in your lifetime, all of this is going to be, I mean, are we going to have to come back again? <laughs> Did you, um, I feel she is a guru in the true sense. Please answer the true meaning of guru. Uh, yeah, guru means a uh, dispel of darkness. So, and uh, um, yes, uh, technically, um, because there's a certain thing that happens energetically that makes you a guru. Yes, I went through that process. And so, yes, but um, not the way the Western people think of it, you know. So and there are different types of gurus. Even in India, there's uh, uh, women sometimes that are very quiet and yet at the same time, because everything happens in the invisible anyway. But um, to your question in regards to, do we have to come back here? Um, that's... Uh, I'm not quite sure how to answer that because um, the, there's always just this here and now and we're, are we going to have this dream again? Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we don't need it anymore once it's uh, dreamt fully, right? Um, and um, yeah, what was the other question? I kind of lost it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was enough. I, I've tortured you enough of this conversation. We'll have to do this again. Yes. Because sure. I really want people to find you as a resource to really, really get a chance to see the beauty that is here for all of us, the capacity to co-create with the universe at a high level and to not be afraid to be seen anymore in all of your light. Um, in fact, the joy and the playfulness of it is the next part of your adventure. If you're just starting this, there's uh, all sorts of opportunities that are going to unfold if if you will um, if you will see the see the bigger picture i guess yeah yeah absolutely it's uh maybe my last words is that um wherever people are at is just beautiful because we it's just beautiful it's, it's really yes we talk about a journey but um the moment you're allowing yourself to be here um then love happens and embracing of all that we are and that's when the unity already begins and and then we we just relax and we live more in this present moment and and that's all that matters really yeah well, donna put the wisdom school is a beautiful program you, and um and and wonderful um thank you so much for everything you do and yeah um, let's not make it two years before we do this again no. I have tons more questions, so I'll definitely have to make an appointment. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you so, everybody who showed up. Yeah, make sure everyone knows how to find you. Um, I've been putting your website, but would you share the best ways to find you? Yeah, just aratima.com. You put it in and, uh, and you find me. It's right there. And uh, 
yeah, it's very easy to contact me. And many people, I'm on Facebook. I'm, if I don't get too many messages, I'll definitely get back to you. So that's oh, okay. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you. And um, thank you for the wonderful energy infusion that you gave um, to everyone today. And please mm -hmm. share this beautiful presentation with your loved ones so that they can really not be frightened during these times of change, but to, to take the adventure to be empowered with who they really are. So thank you, Jared. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, Kat. Yeah. Wonderful oh, day. Oh, yes. Thank you.